Welcome to something like that with Nav. Uh, yes, Nav, that's me. I just hate introducing myself, but uh, then again, it happens. That's the name of the show. This is the podcast that goes on uh, every single platform you can think of. And uh, coming up really soon is going to be here. Uh, there's going to be a special project for SLT. I'll tell you all about that in a bit from now. And of course, as usual, the usual drill, please like, subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do for this particular podcast. Because usually the ones who does that are the ones that are good looking, beautiful, charming, talented, humble. If you fall under that category, then you too should like and uh, you know do all the subscription stuff. But if you're not, then don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you're ugly, don't. If you're ugly, don't. If you're not smart, don't. don't, don't, don't. So don't do that. And today on the show, hey, I got a very special guest. I've been wanting to have a chat with him for a very, very long time, but didn't get the chance. As a matter of fact, uh, we came out with two brand new singles in the past uh, couple of months, and one was just out recently. And uh, he's a guy. Okay, let me just give you a brief introduction before I really bring you in. He's a good-looking dude, a very good-looking dude, so good-looking that you might want to hide your daughters, right? So for the parents listening to this particular podcast, uh, if you see Maha Jeffrey perform anywhere and your daughter says that I'm going to check him out, please follow them if it's possible, uh, just in case, like, just in case. This guy is too good-looking. You know what happens after that, love. But anyway, apart from his good looks, his music is fantastic. This guy, this particular guy and his band knows how to rock the house. There's so many places, so many gigs, and especially in the Klang Valley, a couple of events too. They've been rocking it big time uh, who am i talking about well it's none other than maha jeffrey from the maha jeffrey band hey dude what what's up man up? what is up hey thanks Pleasure for coming on board man hey it's always good to be here man very yeah, nice to talk to you as well finally yes <laughs> finally man finally after all the chat i was saying off air it's like you're the kind of guy you're the guy that everybody in the scene whenever i come across them they say Dude, check out Maha Jeffrey. Dude, check out Maha Jeffrey. Dude, check out Maha Jeffrey. It came to I a point that I was kind of sick and tired of listening to that. But then again, <laughs> I, I hardly got a chance because it seems like every time I want to check your gigs out, your shows out, it seems to be clashing with my date. So I hardly get a chance. I think I did catch you once or twice and uh, it was a mind-blowing experience. And I've noticed one thing. You have that vibe that says, fuck it, let's rock and roll. That kind of thing when you go on stage, right? <laughs> Yeah, man. Generally, that that's the that, that is it, man. That is it. <laughs> I know. Which is when I saw this guy. That's it. Only it means two things. One, he's gonna rock the socks off everybody that night, and two, somebody is gonna get pissed drunk. Yes, and usually that's, most that's, of the time it is the entire band. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm just now. Now that I'm looking back at things, it's like when they say Nav, you got to check out Maha Jeffrey. I'm just trying to figure out whether I should check out the music or were they saying that so that I could get blasted with you during one of your gigs, man. <laughs> yeah, everyone ends up blasted somehow, you know, one yeah, way or another. <laughs> but that's that's the fun part about checking our yeah, gigs, right? You it's go there, you just man, yeah, you gotta have that. You gotta have that alcohol. You gotta blast your head all as much as possible. It's a good thing. But uh, one thing I've always been puzzled of the name Maha Jeffrey uh -huh. is that is that something inspired by the Mahavishnu Orchestra thingy, or you had something else in mind when you no, came no, up with no, this that's name? Actually, my name. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, man. Seriously, Maha Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I gotta thank your dad for the name, man. <laughs> Your dad gave you a cool name, Maha Jeffrey. That is so cool, man. Look at my name. I had to shrink it to Nav. If you only knew my full name, you'd cry, man. Now you're laughing. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good part oh, of having God. good dads with good taste in names, man. Mm -hmm. I, I have know, a good man. dad with good taste in music, man. 
Oh so, yeah, that's what I heard. Your dad is also into the rocks, uh, classic rocks, and so on, right? Yeah, man, big time. So like that—that that was pretty much where I got a lot of the the sound growing up, you know. So I'll be in his car, he'd be playing like Guns N' Roses, Zeppelin, Eagles, Deep Purple. So I grew up, I grew up to that, and, and it pretty much gave me that 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 that. You that had the good shit when you were young, lah. Yeah, I had the good shit. I did. <laughs> yeah, at least, at least something, man. Instead of the ten, ten, ten. <laughs> yeah, I think that was more for my mom, lah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Kids, you gotta watch what you play for your kids, man. How they turn out is all based on whatever you're yeah. playing for them, man. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. I just, I just came across an article that or some videos that somebody was saying that um, some of the students were actually looking for some classic rock. So the teacher actually played some ACDC, Led Zeppelin, and they said, no, 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 we want the classic stuff like Blink One Eight Two. Oh my oh you know? god. <laughs> Bro, yo, why you got to make me feel old, man? <laughs> dude, if you're old, dude, I'm ancient, man. <laughs> nah, I'm actually getting this nowadays, you know, like 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 kids say to me, you listen to classic rock, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, you don't know my chemical romance? Like, bro. <laughs> you want to slap the daylights out of them, man. You want to slap the rock and roll out of them, man. Seriously. I get bloody annoyed when I come across that, man. I just hate when that happens. It's like Blink One Eight Two classic rock. Are you terrible? Yeah. Like this, <laughs> I go. But for you, I mean, you started at a very started off as uh, at a very early age, right? Getting to this music, uh, performing yeah, yeah. stuff. Because you you not only playing, started off with piano, right? Yeah, I started with playing piano in the typical a- Asian household, right? So like, yeah, my mom invited me to play like. piano. I actually learned piano up to like grade eight. I never, never enjoyed it. Then I just started picking mm-hmm. up drums. I enjoyed the hell out of that. But then uh, once I started actually learning, getting really into music, I realized how how useful and applicable the uh, the theoretical parts of of learning piano was. You know, because you can pretty much uh, transpose it to any any instrument, and you can apply. Which is nice. that's the amazing part about it. <laughs> and now, nice. especially now that I started um, from the last MCO, I started rec- uh, producing my own music. And like the 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 theory the piano really 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 helps because I'm I'm recording everything <laughs> with my MIDI keyboard man like most of the time you know <laughs> nice yeah wow. I, I got my bass on the wall my guitar up here as well but like most of the time when I'm recording like strings or, or keys or whatever it's usually from this MIDI keyboard in front of me I, you won't be able to see it but yeah it's right in front of me. <laughs> But but the thing is, even on strings, when it comes to the guitars and so on, that was only later part of your your so-called life that you got into it, right? Yeah, I actually learned piano first. Then I picked up the drums because I I thought it was really cool. I wanted to be I wanted to be a drummer, you know. And then like uh, my guitarist actually brought his guitar because me and him were were classmates since we were like form one or form two. This and is Raz, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah. He 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 used to bully me because I was the fat kid. And then one day I punched him in the face, and then we became best friends. You know, <laughs> how the fuck did that happen, man? Usually when you whack somebody, it's like you're you're sworn enemies for the rest of your life. The amount of people I've beaten up are waiting to kill me today when I from school days. Me uh, me and stuck by each other for for more than ten years now, man. So like I feel <laughs> so far he hasn't he hasn't tried to kill me yet at least not on purpose okay, so it's not right, too like, bad you're giving him the worst he's received the worst what else could yeah. go wrong huh? he's pretty used ah. to it by now <laughs> my god and uh, well you're also singing singing what I've heard is that you weren't exactly a singer at start at the start no. of it Completely so what did this happen no, man. 
<laughs> uh, that's, the, my, that's the thing I need to find out because I've heard a couple of your tracks back to back and this sounds like someone who's infused or rather is natural in this stuff. But there's also some chats that I've heard that you weren't a singer all this while. Nope. So how did yeah. that happen? My first band, I was the drummer. I was always the drummer. And um, I started learning how to like uh, do backup vocals, like, but very, very, very minimal stuff because like, I, I couldn't really sing at all. Like, I have some stuff on my YouTube that I've privated because of how bad the singing was. <laughs> if you, you would not believe how bad it was. But I really do feel that, honestly, anyone can sing. It's just uh, finding your tone, finding your sound, and a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of practice. And like, I only actually started learning how to sing when I started playing shows. <laughs> really? So, yeah, I started playing in a scene when I was, I think, 17. And I couldn't sing at all. That was when my, my band, my first band uh, died off. So me and me and Raz and a couple of other friends, we just started playing around the open mic scene. I couldn't sing for shit, man. And like, you know, it took me <laughs> two years and uh, I, I'm really grateful to all the people who actually came to the shows and, you know, suffered through my singing. <laughs> it, it was just, you know, yeah, like I've said a lot. It's, it's basically for me, it's always learning how to drown before you can swim, you know? <laughs> nice. But the thing but is yeah. this, two years of trying, that's, that's no joke, especially if you want to get gigs, you want to get jobs and so on. It's not going to be easy because you know how the scene is. It's, it's so small that once you have something like a black spot in you that everybody says, nah, like, this guy's not really, we want them or so on. But how do you manage to persevere in that, man? How do you manage to continue doing that? I just really, really, really fucking enjoy and fucking love music, man. I, I love playing music. I love making music. And like, it's it's always been something that, uh, I've wanted to do, you know, I've always wanted to create music. And for me, I, I'm I, what I like to call it. I'm a storyteller, man. I like to, I like to create music and, and give it, you know, a story to it. And that's what I really enjoy to do. I'm, I'm basically just, just writing stories and stories. And nah. it's something that I really enjoy doing. Cool, man. Cool. But the thing is this, there's also, when it comes to Maha Jeffrey, this, I would like to say there's two versions of it. One is the Maha Jeffrey band, and then there's yeah. a solo a solo act itself. So let's yeah. let's before we get into the solo part, let's talk about the band first. The uh, Maha Jeffrey band. When did that uh, idea come by? Uh, the, the, that was actually it came it came very org organically, I like to believe. So like uh when me and me and Raz were playing all over, and at one point, you know, you just get kinda I don't know, bored or, or tired with just playing a two-piece acoustic kind of thing. It's like, why don't we start a band, man? Like, you just, just find some like-minded people. And the like-minded people just sort of just fell in. <laughs> we, right. Like, they just appeared right at the right time. And uh, yeah, and so we kicked it off and the band went on for a while. But like, yeah, we, we've had a lot of good times with the band. And um, uh, and throughout the whole time with the band, I was also doing some of my solo stuff because I released that first EP while uh, while I was with the band. But like, uh, it's but it's always when I am away from the band. You know, the first EP was released um when I was in the UK, living there for a year, and then the 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 newer solo stuff was released uh during this whole uh, MCO period. Where we, we the band is pretty much gone on a uh, indefinite hiatus because like you know everyone is doing their own thing now. Yeah, true. Uh, and that's the thing with with the rest of the band because everyone is sort of a star on their own. We have we have Sid the keyboardist who who has released his own stuff. He's actually uh, producing uh, a lot of my stuff now as well. Nice. Uh, we got Keith, Mr. Leon Sapphire, who's released a couple of singles as well. He's working on his album now. 
uh, Raz is always working on something. So like, <laughs> like Raz is 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 has released a complete like full orchestral album. Whoa! So, yeah, yeah. So like, he's a very he's a very classical guy. But like, yeah, he's working on his new album now as well. But we still we still very much work together in, in some sort of capacity. I uh, Keith and Pra still play for some of my tracks. Um, Sid, I work closest with Sid because he he arranges, he produces, he also uh, sometimes mixes some of my tracks as well. Like okay. especially the last couple of tracks, Watermelon Juice and uh, Used to Be. Uh, he he was the one who who produced Watermelon Juice. Eh, sorry, he he mixed Watermelon Juice and uh, but for Used to Be, he arranged it, he he produced it, and he mixed it. But why is it that the Maha Jeffrey band, have you guys actually released a track as a band itself? That was the thing. Like we, uh, we wouldn't, I feel the problem with that was that we were never able to actually um, find our, our studio sound. There's, there's one thing about playing your writing and playing your songs live, you know, that, that shit's easy. But okay. to actually encapsulate that that energy, you know, that, that you know, of of you know, because we we are very much a live band. We are the guys that when you go to a show, like we are the guys you want to watch when you are already blasted as hell and you want to have a good time, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know I mean, but it's very hard to capture that 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 kind of uh, energy uh, live. I mean, in in a studio album. And so like, I feel every time we wanted to get down to it, it something would just happen and we wouldn't be able to get through that barrier, you know. So, is yeah, it because and, like, like difference of opinion or a difference of taste and uh, production wise and producing that, it or is it just also like also lack lack of uh know how you know like okay. because if, if if it was me now like at least I know like you know how to actually get the the, the ball rolling you know and some of the boys know how to produce as well so if it was at this point man we we will be releasing stuff nonstop but like at that point man none of us knew how to produce <laughs> and, oh, okay like, that explains know, a lot none of us know how to record so like. It was hard to release something that we but we didn't want to release something that was uh lackluster because we did record quite a few tracks, but we were never satisfied with it, you know. Okay, that explains yeah. it. Because I was surprised, like when I said earlier, I've followed your work uh, for a while now, and as a matter of fact, I was just digging some older stuff that the ones that goes way back from the era that you use about one kilo of gel in the head and uh, you know that <laughs> yeah the era before must, i grew up my hair yeah i remember yeah. that era. <laughs> I, I think you might have spent a lot on gel there man i spent a lot on haircuts and a lot on poly <laughs> it was insane man i had i had to get my haircut every two weeks and I like imagine. yeah and i think a month or two months before mcu i was like you know what i'm so tired of cutting my hair i'm just gonna grow it out and yes, right spirit. after that mco hit so i was like I, I yeah. made a good decision there. <laughs> yes. I know that feeling because that's why you see me like this. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the haircuts, haircuts and jello doesn't work, dude. It doesn't work at all. No, but seriously, I was going back to the tracks, like uh, all, the older stuff, and I was amazed. I, I might say I was blown away uh, by the stuff that you're doing during gigs, your performance and so on. But there was always the question mark is where is the album? Where is the music? Yep. It's like the yep, Harvard yep. Jeffrey Band. So that's what I was a bit puzzled until lately that uh, a couple of months back, which uh, your first, your, I would want to say your first single but let's put it this way like yeah, a fresh yeah, new yeah. single uh, yeah it's a fresh watermelon <laughs> yeah a fresh new single because you had another single before right i had an ep couple of years back yeah, EP yeah. Era. so this one the fresh single, one my first single was in 2017 2016 around there, if i'm not mistaken quite a while back yeah it's 20, 20 what 2016 eh? i think so man that was when i first uh started getting into uh Actually, music. I think that was I think nice my second year into actually in the in the music scene. 
now I feel fucking old, man. It was it. Hey, no, no, no. Uh, it was like I think about it. No, that was the year that uh, we started the band. I think, not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, yeah because yeah. there's some part of it that I was reading some of the articles, and he says that uh, you you got into the music further after checking out Blister and uh, uh, opening for Slash and so on. It's like, dude. I feel freaking old, man. This guy is still young, but he's rocking it. That's the best part because uh, I'll be honest with you, Barry. Guys, your age is like you know the the, the know. stuff that they play, yeah. that they, they perform. It's totally different. But what you bring to the stage and your music is uh, hats off, man. Thank you, thank you for doing that, man. Cheers, man. Which is enjoying. So let's get back to your music right now. And uh, from uh, Maha Jeffrey Band to Maha Jeffrey and your first single, Watermelon, that was out. Uh, first and foremost, let me say you had a brilliant music video i loved <laughs> it man i fucking loved that music video it had the chill out vibe it's like man it's been a while since someone actually made those kind of videos you know something that doesn't really make sense but it is nice to watch <laughs> yeah, exactly. the whole <laughs> i didn't want it to make sense you know <laughs> that was yeah, the entire point the, the original was like, video what? was supposed to be a lot darker because okay. you know they gave me like because uh, I, I work with, with with a super awesome team uh, they're doing the rest of my music videos as well um Clifford is the main guy. He he used to be the the saxophonist for Riot Jones uh, okay. a while ago. So like he he's he's my he's my guy. Lah. So like we we were running through ideas on what to do with the with the music video and I was like Clifford, I want to make this sort of chill, sort of funny, sort of lighthearted, but I wanted to have a really dark twist. So originally like you know that that part where I start smashing that watermelon, right? Yeah. Uh, that was actually supposed to be uh, uh, me uh, smashing someone's head with a bat, <laughs> and the end of the video was supposed to be the guy lying face down in the pool oh. with like watermelon juice floating up from his head. <laughs> oh, that would have been People sick, were just like, bro. That's dark as hell, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's too dark, dude. Too dark. And the best part is when I saw Emin come out out of the the watermelon man. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, like, hey, yeah. this was also in this video. <laughs> yeah, I just came from his house yesterday. Actually, we we were writing we were writing some new music yesterday. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, it was seriously. It was uh, I love the concept of the video. It was. I uh, trust me. This is the best word I can use. It fresh. After all that, the the like most music videos juice. that come out. The, yeah, it's like watermelon <laughs> juice. It's like you know, it gets to you. You know, the kind of track that you listen to. You just want to chill. You just want to wear a vibe to it. And then you have that solo going on in between. You know, it just gave that right feel. The kind of song that you want to watch over and over again. You're trying to figure out. What the fuck is it trying to say in this whole music video? <laughs> like a lot of people come up to me actually, you know, Ma, what the hell does water when watermelon juice represent, man? I'm just like, dude, <laughs> I don't know why people are thinking so hard about it. You know, it's literally no, because... just about me wearing watermelon juice. <laughs> That was supposed to be my next question. Was it supposed to be anything else? Because like, you know, back then when you, just, <laughs> you, you come up with some silly title or some silly name, it always had a meaning behind that. Like, you know, we're talking about Mr. Tambourine Man or maybe you're talking about some Coke seller or whatever like that. It always had something behind it. But this one was just watermelon. So I'm just like, I was a bit puzzled. Looking at how he expressed himself in the music video, it could be just watermelon or is it something else behind it, you know? <laughs> So, so the best way to do is ask him. Man. People are always overthinking about that. <laughs> I'm just like, huh. man, this is a song that, that I wrote when I was I was in, in another another plane of existence, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and, uh, and that and that day I was just really craving for some watermelon juice. That's all I wanted. <laughs> and like you know, and it was me and me and Raz trying to write some stuff, but we were actually jamming some serious stuff, you know, writing some songs about some serious themes. And then, but every time we went blank. 
I would just play those two chords that the A minor and the B minor reggae chords. I'm like, hey, Pras, watermelon juice. <laughs> and I just did that to him the whole night. I think he heard it about 20 times that night till he got so pissed off. He's like, dude, shut the hell up with your watermelon song. <laughs> dude, that, that thing is catchy. It's the kind of track that once you listen to it, it gets stuck in the head, you know. It's like, yeah, for some it's, reason, it's, you'll be humming the tune for no reason. Watermelon is like, I swear to God, this is what actually happened when the first time I heard it. Everywhere I went, every shop I went, my eyes couldn't get off any watermelon that I see. It's like, the moment I see watermelon, watermelon, you know, I was just humming my way all the way, man. <laughs> it took me a long time for me to get you on the show just to find out about that. Because I mm-hmm. couldn't find any clear explanation about that, that so-called <laughs> song. And now it's such a relief, but... Uh, for those who haven't checked out the track yet, please do check it out because trust me, uh, it comes with a warning disclaimer that that song might be addictive. That's all I can say. <laughs> la. It is addictive. That's the best part. Check out the music video. Uh, I had a good laugh. I really enjoyed it. It's like it's always like the first time you watch it, you're just curious. Okay, what's next? What's next? What's that? What What is the whole point of the video that he made? It's like no point. Exactly. That's the thing. That was a tiring shoot, bro. Because like. That that music video, well, I had I had rented that 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 mansion for like one day, you know, and it was it was it was just for one day. So it was a one day shoot. Me and Emin, um, Emin crashed at my house the night before that. We had no sleep because we were up the whole night playing video games because we couldn't <laughs> sleep. So both of us went went to the shoot together. We were dying, man, because it was a twelve hour shoot, and we were just oh. exhausted. <laughs> we had to pull oh. through. <laughs> You know, I had so many weird ideas running in my head. Okay, is Edmund the drug pusher or is he the devil? Is he talking about the evilness in the song? But in a chill out way, all those thoughts were running in my head when I saw that whole video. But now yeah, you tell me like, yeah, chap, yeah, or the those whole, theme. The whole, <laughs> the whole storyline was actually um, uh, watermelon juice in the video was supposed to be uh, 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 a, a symbolism for, for something else, you know. So like, <laughs> if you realize in that video... Um, I mean, I mean, the, did not appear until I, I drank that watermelon juice. <laughs> yeah, and when Emin appeared, we we started like just harassing everyone. <laughs> uh, now, uh, now I for those like the whole the whole video actually was is if you look at it uh, on itself without the last probably 30, 20 seconds, you 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 think it's just like a happy happy little song with no with like you know it's, it's just a chilled out song about watermelon juice <laughs> and that's what i like to tell people but if you go to the last 30 seconds it gets actually really creepy <laughs> I, I know designed the soundscape for that <laughs> <laughs> so to check it out man seriously for those who haven't checked it out yet please do check it out and uh, feel free to drop in your comments about what you think about the video i kind of <laughs> love it i really loved it man it was it was fresh like, for a change i was like yeah, yeah. it gets your mind running like, but since now you say it's nothing much actually it's like chef what don't steam man yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but it's, it's a good video it's a good video i must say that man it's uh, also it's actually taken from your uh so-called uh upcoming album right it's uh yeah. Kaiso, if i'm not mistaken uh Kaiso, con artist yeah. in con artist intergalactic space, space opera, opera. <laughs> Yes. Who the hell came up with that <laughs> name, awful, man? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but this this is clearly something a video a gamer would come out with. Yeah, a gamer who likes <laughs> I don't know some space cowboy shit going yeah, on. Yep. Yeah, man, was it? Was like, it? Yeah, like like for for me, um, because I, I've written like hundreds of songs, and I the reason why I I never actually uh have released an entire album. I've released EPs before, but I've never released an entire album was that 
I I didn't I didn't just want to like clump everything together, just just throw in the songs I like and just put it all together, right? Doesn't make cohesive sense as an album. I wanted the whole album to have a story because that's what I am. I'm a storyteller, and okay. I wanted this album to be something that I can actually listen because I like to sit down and listen to entire albums, you know, and like. I like to listen. I I like the albums when when they flow from the first song all the way to the last. Those are albums Not I true. really really enjoy, and I don't. I have I always keep them in my mind, you know. So I wanted to create an album like that, like you know, Sergeant Pepper's esque or Dark Side of the Moon, and that, those kind of albums, the concept albums. I really enjoy them. So um, I never actually had the time to actually sit down and come up with a storyline for a lot of these songs, and I I I could never could never find the glue to piece them together, you know, okay. and like. Once that MCO hit, they gave me an entire year to just sit down and write music. <laughs> and so then, after starting writing and writing, and this is about the time like um, um, now I've always been, this is about the time I I replayed uh Red Dead Redemption Two. I freaking love that game. It's just oh, a man. story about outlaws, you know, uh, a band of a band of brothers, um, and the 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 group, the gang, you eventually falls apart. But like it's the stories of the characters in between, or how you know it progresses on. And like it's very similar to shows like like Mandalorian or like growing up, I really enjoyed Samurai Jack. Or oh, like, I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, have you not watched the the final season, bro? No, I can't recall. Did I? I don't know. Maybe I might might I might have not. I can't recall. Final season, uh, I think a couple of years ago uh, on Adult Swim, uh, it okay. got really dark. So it explored his his uh, Wait, PTSD. Help, help me out here. But, Adult Swim yeah. is is the channel for what adult movies or something like no, that. No, it's like the adult uh, section of Cartoon Network. Ah, so Cartoon Network. I got, I got is this. Yeah, I got this. And adult TV Swim is the more adult oriented cartoons. Thanks for clearing so, it up, man. Because I have yeah. this channel, the TV box thingy. It has yeah. a lot of adult adult stuff. Some of it were actually <laughs> porn, and then those <laughs> adult swims. <laughs> I wasn't too sure which switch. I, because I accidentally once clicked on the adult channel and uh, my whole family was around, so you know what happened, lah. But <laughs> you know, so since then I was a bit careful of what what to click. So adult swim, okay. Now now that now that clears it up, man. Sorry, yeah. a bit old school. So more more uh, adult oriented uh, cartoons, right? So they moved Samurai Jack from Cartoon Network to Adult Swim, so they were able okay. to explore the more the darker themes. Because this fellow has been trapped in the in the future for like God knows how many years. He hasn't aged, and he's suffering through PTSD. And so like it got through some really really dark themes, and I really enjoyed that. So it's this like lone sort of cowboy character, and each episode there's no like there there is a there is a uh, an end goal, but every every episode is sort of like a a side mission, you know. Okay. And so because it 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 focuses more on building the world around the character, you know, and that's what I I really enjoy. So like with the Kaiso album, it is basically. Um, these these uh, space cowboys, you give them uh, word right. This they're just going on their last heist, and I wanted all these songs to be able to pretty much be the soundtrack to their journey. Uh, nice, you know, so and you can create this 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 world where they they all live in, and these songs all represent uh, this, the 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 journey of, of the entire album. Cool, man. That I like the way you think. I mean, something that uh, I haven't heard in a very long time—a concept, a theme for an album. This, this is brilliant, man. I'm look, which makes me want to look forward for all the other tracks. And please don't tell me it's going to take about three years to prepare. Oh hell no! I'm releasing it oh, this you. year. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank single, you so the next much. Next single is already done already as it is, uh, but um, 
I, I'm I'm either gonna release it this month or next month, depending on uh, how long the the used to be music video is gonna take. Because <laughs> we're shooting okay. that next week. <laughs> nice. That's another one. That's another track which was out recently. Uh, used to be. Tell me a bit about this particular song. What this is it one, all about? This one was actually uh, co-written by me. Uh, I know you know Danny Danny Kumari, right? So me, yeah. Danny, as well as my guitarist Raz. So the whole the whole story of how we wrote this was. Me and Danny had to write a song together for okay. uh, this KL Pack show that we were playing together. So one of them, the other conditions that we had to do was we had to write a song together and play it together on the show. Okay. So uh, we we sat in a coffee shop for like a day, I think, just like trying to figure out and do what what the hell do you write? You know, we couldn't come up with anything. And then like at the at the end of the the day, suddenly Raz walks in. He's like, "What are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, oh, we're trying to write a song." Okay, give me the guitar. He started writing some chords down. Okay, here's some chords. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, I took the chords. I I sort of adjusted them a bit, just simplified here here and there, and then like we jammed it out. Oh shit! It actually it actually works. So like Danny went back wrote her verse. I I went back wrote my verse, and boom! Next day we were done. Nice. And this thing about you and Raz seems to be very interesting. It's like you, you guys can like read each other's minds or something like that. I feel like, like you, you know someone with... that long. You you played you play music together for that long. Like it's just it just instant magically happens. Man. Huh? Nice. <laughs> it always happens, man. Okay, Daddy didn't mention anything about this previously, but I had a chat with a few weeks back. So it used to be, uh, it's currently out. It's also available on Spotify and a music video which will be coming out uh, really really soon, hopefully. But uh, how many tracks are you actually looking at at this particular album? This album, um, I've got about I think about fifteen tracks right now that. Uh, but I'm gonna condense it to about eight, eight to nine tracks, depending. Because I'm gonna pick the best ones out of these fifteen. Because they, they all fit in this in this theme, you know. And uh, once I had my clear direction, like writing was <laughs> a lot easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> oh man, that's 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 a nice way to look at it, man. So what, we were expecting what somewhere around end of this year. Yeah, definitely end of this year. I'm probably my oh, birthday man. or something. <laughs> please, please, thank you, thank you for telling us yeah. that you're gonna do it soon. Because I've had chat with many artists before and. Uh, Everybody seems to be releasing one track every three years or one year yeah. once, one year once. It's I like, you know, yeah, just, well, but yeah, now you know, that you know, I got the, the, the ball rolling, it's like, wow, yeah. I got I can, I got this 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 team rolling. I got I got the ideas, I got people to help me out with some stuff. So it's like, you know, I'm I'm on top of it already. <laughs> nice. That's how it should be, <laughs> like, because trust me, we all love it that way. We all seriously love when our musicians come up with more and more songs, man. This is gonna give me one second, dude. Just give me one second. I just gotta hey, plug go in ahead, my laptop. Go ahead, man. Charge no worries, it's man, not no charging. Gonna try to re-edit this thing out. Hopefully, or maybe we'll just put it in the whole podcast. Like, who cares, man? It happens. Shit happens behind the it scenes. Shit happens, all, shit happens, man. Yeah, if all the previous productions you see, if you only knew what actually happens. So today you had a glimpse. Well, the host did not switch on his laptop power. <laughs> All right, man. Don't think was, yeah, just do it. Like, I've been chatting with you, so I have that rock and roll spirit going on. Because mm -hmm. when I when I decided to do this particular podcast with you, all I had in my end was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Minus the drugs, sex. I doubt we're going to talk about it. So it's just gonna be <laughs> rock and roll all the way, man. That was the whole plan, anyway. So it kind of worked out somehow, like, which is a good mm -hmm. thing, like. But how is it for shows right now? Is like, are you are you active yeah. on one like uh, one of those live streaming thingies, oh, like doing no, live actually, performances? Like, uh, I I I just started uh, picking up with with live shows again. 
So um, I just got a couple of weekly gigs. Uh, I'm quite excited to play starting from next week. Um, but like I did try live streaming for a bit, but like um, my I don't know, my setup is just really annoying for some reason where I I can't <laughs> it, it always it always bugs off and on. So it's really unreliable, you know. So like nowadays, I I think recently I I've been playing like like live shows actually on on Clubhouse. <laughs> if if really? you heard of the app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I just I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know what the hell is it uh, all about. But oh, it's actually pretty cool, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's quite a community there. So like, uh, I've been able to meet some really, really cool people there. Um, I've been a part of this um, uh, community label that uh, me and a couple of friends are, are starting up. So it's it's actually pretty dope. Uh, um, and also, yeah, yeah, it gives me a chance to actually meet some really, really uh, interesting people from all over the world. And nice. and showcase my music, so that that has been really interesting. That's actually good about this MCO thing. It's like you start thinking outside of the box. Yes. It's like outside of the country, especially. It's like all this mm -hmm. while everybody's been focusing on local shows, local gigs, and so on. You know, music yeah. for the local market. Then all of a sudden, when the MCO kicked in, you just realize there's a huge market out there. It's exactly. where people yeah. who appreciate whatever's going on locally down here. Like yeah. as a matter of fact, uh, this particular podcast, like I mentioned before, uh, what what surprised me was uh, when I first started it off, I thought it was just going to be our friends in Malaysia. But then again, when you start playing for the other parts of the world, they started liking more and more of the music that we have been producing and the stuff that we've been producing because some of them mm -hmm. find it fresh, something different, and the talent is like, wow, it's a big, very big deal for them. So it's nice that yeah, you're also focused on that market. Which is great. Please do. Please Definitely, do. Please man. do, man. The other parts I, of Asia I, I needs you. It, it, with the, how experimental I'm going to be with this album, I, I feel that I need to to branch yes. out to the international market. Go for it, man. Go for yeah, it. Especially the Asian market, which is uh, kind of interesting because they seem to be having the huge chunk of uh, uh, listenership, even on Spotify mm. or Apple yeah. and so on. They they seem to be taking the biggest chunk of all, man. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely, yeah. man. That's like, good, man, because. Sorry, with, with this sound, I'm I'm just uh, I'm actually gonna see how how like, far that this album can go because like this 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 the 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 sound is it's a very weird weird blend of sounds because generally for me I, I've always classified myself as a rock and roll artist you know it's always it's always been about rock but you know the the album it pretty much encapsulates um my the entirety of my career you know from my my solo stuff to my to my uh, to the band stuff to to my current stuff. It's a big mishmash of like some some Jiwang songs like uh, used to be, and probably the next couple of singles, you know, because I'm releasing all the Jiwang Jiwang stuff first. You know? yeah, yeah, then there's yeah. also the the heavy <laughs> the punching, you know. <laughs> then there's also the, the heavy heavy rock and roll stuff of like TMJB, and then there's also like the newer more uh my, the newer sound of me, which is pretty much I would I would define it as uh rock opera or or, or stadium rock. Because I am the orchestra kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing a lot of shitload of orchestras, but not just that. Like I'm genre bending in, within the songs itself. I think like I think a few I think a few weeks ago I wrote I finally finished writing the the final song for for the album, and that is a a, a song that starts kicks off as a heavy heavy um uh heavy gypsy jazz kind of sound, and Ooh. I was writing that song and I was like. Yeah, it's heavy gypsy jazz, but I want this to be catchy as fuck. So I went and put in the most 
poppy poppy ballad chorus in the world you know <laughs> just to see whether it could work and i'm like on, holy shit it did work and then i went Go the extra it, mile and put in like this this like two minute long um uh mexican it sounds like a mexican standoff kind of kind of tone you know <laughs> hold with nice. the marching band and everything so like with trumpets and all that so I, i'm really excited to push that one <laughs> Dude, you have my 300% support for this particular tune. As long you don't have the... Maybe I'll send it for the next album. No, 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 no. Please don't do that. I'll send it directly to you, bro. Don't you ever dare to do that, man. I'll beat you or burn you if I have to. But seriously, I'm just... I'm so looking... I'm so looking forward for this album, man. I because the thing is, like I said, the energy I've seen. I like I said, I, I might have I have catched you actually one of your gigs, and I've seen you perform. The energy level that came in, bro, putting it into the album and giving it the whole package deal. And now that you tell me you have different versions or different sides of you in this particular album, this is going to be the bomb for 2021, man. Yeah, man, it's gonna. I be hope funny. the good shit, <laughs> the good shit coming out, la. I just want to make music, man. I just yeah, really enjoy fucking making music, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I love about musicians. You know, the ones who come out with music is like, I mean, I and I've got nothing against people who's doing covers and so on. Yes, yes, mm. fine. But then again, there's something about each musician which is unique that needs to be brought out. Yeah. on their own to give that individual identity and, it's just uh, you, a matter of of them finding their sound that is yeah. it it took me forever you know i i forgot who said this um uh you know uh what was it playing someone else is easy but uh playing your sound is the hardest thing in the world i forgot who said it maybe it was chuck berry or something but it was someone who one of those one of those guys you know, who said that and i do think it is the you sure it wasn't thing. you sure it wasn't julia when he's drunker maybe it was <laughs> <laughs> but i would say finding your own sound is the hardest thing in the damn world to do man like, true. very true i've struggled with that for so long you know i'm just trying to think fuck what, what if i play play this and you know, what if it doesn't fit especially when i was trying to come up with a concept for the album like ah oh, man if I, what if i make an entire album full of love songs you know at least it, it, will, it will stick right but i see it's not really it doesn't really you know it's not me it's not me entirely you know and then I found out that that I found that concept for the album. I was like, ah, after watching, I, I have to replay Radio Redemption. I'm like, ah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> this now. Could, this could actually do something, you know, with that. Among all the musicians on the planet and all the music videos, it was a video game that helped out the idea, man. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, that, yeah. that video game had an amazing soundtrack, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was entirely all instrumental up to the halfway point, and suddenly freaking D'Angelo comes out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> no, there's like, one thing. There's something I miss about movies and games is the soundtrack. Hmm. Nobody seems to be coming out with good soundtracks, exactly. man. You know, it's like exactly. last time when you watch movies, especially when you a bit of the retro stuff or even up to the '90s. You know that the songs that came along with the movies they gave that extra oomph in it. You know, nowadays yep, yep. it's like this couple of beats at the back and it's done. As no yep. like even the, like when you're watching like stuff like star wars or superman you know the introduction they have for the whole thing that that so-called yeah. soundtrack yeah, yeah, the score yeah. it's so nice but now it's like no la. john williams score yeah yeah that's uh, eric kunzel and the well, whole guys is like, some pretty good good scores for for movies man uh han zimmer dude for like oh, yeah. uh, christopher nolan movies man that was the best part he rocked <laughs> yeah. coachella with the, the so-called yes! like he said who knew it's man insane. who knew Oh, oh man, yeah. I just I just yeah. wish 
more tracks. Even I, I, I always wondered, I had chats with a lot of uh, movie directors. I said, dude, mm. you got a lot of great musicians down here. How come you don't really pick and select the right ones to create the right soundtrack for the movies? I mean, it doesn't matter if it could be the indie movie, a short film or whatever. Yeah. I mean, working, collaborating with uh, some of our musicians down here would make it awesome, man. I would just love to hear some of the tracks and movies. Like. But it doesn't seem to be I working on much. I some play songs. La. Then I can be yeah. featured in Swami, Swami Ku. Swami Ku Tido Tiga Kali. Swami Ku Ustaz. Swami Ku Ustaz. Swami Ku Da Urut. You never know. La. You might never know. La. That might work out la. So for some reason. La. That, as long as that can pay the bills for the next album, okay. La. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, cool, man. So in terms of the show, uh, is there any shows that uh, we could look forward for? I mean, the live ones, is it like open to public? Or is it like pi- private oh, gigs man. that you're on? Um, I will, I, I, the, the, I think the next couple of shows, I, I'm actually just going to try to keep it hush-hush for a bit because like I'm still unclear about what the, the SOPs are, man. Like, So I, I'm actually still worried about that because uh, last year, I remember me, Julio, and, and Mario were playing a show together. And um, got raided, bros. It got Adu. freaking raided. So like, Adu. like I, I just don't. I just I feel bad that I got. There were like there were quite a lot of people there, you know. And I, I just feel bad, and I don't want to want it to happen again. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, so I'm just gonna keep it uh, hush hush for a bit until I I know that the SOPs are all cool and everything. But um, definitely once the album releases, I will definitely be either doing a live show, if it's you know all good. Or uh, we'll do a live stream show with nice. a full band and everything. Nice. But I'm definitely looking for the live ones because trust me, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned before, you got to check these guys out live. The yeah. energy we'll, level in them is crazy, man. I just we'll love the whole album front, uh, yeah. back to front. <laughs> That'd be a nice thing. Like, because currently, like what you said earlier, it's a bit scary to know uh, whether you can perform or you can't perform. A lot of people yeah. are excited that they said that, hey, you can do busking and this and that. But you know how they work, right? Suddenly, all of a sudden, yeah, it's SOP. Yes, you can play, tapi bunyi tak boleh keluar. This why it doesn't make sense. You know? It doesn't make sense. Boleh main lagu, tapi bunyi tak boleh keluar. My God. I don't know, man. It was it was just weird. It's like they said, okay, no DJs, but can put sound, but sound cannot come out from the pipe, piping speakers. It's like, what the hell? You you, you can't decide. So on, you know, you just gotta wait for six months. Make sure everybody can tank up, get everybody arrested first, and then you see. <laughs> uh, then you know, yes, can or cannot. <laughs> that's how you that's know. How, yeah. That's how you know. That's how you know whether it's gonna work or not. It's just that Ayyoh. don't get too excited if the show is going on. Like what he said, keep it hush hush. Don't spread the yeah. word too much just yet. Definitely, like just definitely. yet. But live stream seems to be going on pretty fine for most of them, and uh, and yeah. hopefully it picks up even better. And I hope this, but honestly, or hopefully this live stream thing can end and focus on some real live music, man. I'm just, yeah, man. I'm so I, I desperate miss, for some live music, man. I miss playing to an actual live audience. Yeah. I had that last week, but that that was it was, uh, it felt like it was something new, you know, like it was like riding a bicycle again. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's just, I mean, this live stream is nothing wrong about it. It's awesome. I've seen some guys doing a fantastic job in it. Like I was watching some of uh, Musa's stuff and Tham's stuff. It was yeah. awesome, man. This guy's uh, got really wrong, but yeah, amazing. but the thing is, it's it's like you don't get the full fledged feel yes, of watching no, the whole thing. <laughs> playing with, I guess I played with that fella. I, I sessioned drums for him. I've sessioned as a backup vocalist for him, and I have also been uh, someone to be blessed to actually come and be able to watch his shows. And that guy watching yeah. live is is a whole another story, man. It's it's another level of just watching him play at home. Yeah, that's Which that's the thing. It's, it's totally different. 
Mm, yeah, but, this, but the thing is this. I'm curious to know that uh, you performed again after a long time. How was it like getting back on stage? Was it like rusty or is it like, you know, you just lepas geram cukup cukup lah? Lepas geram cukup cukup bro. Like, yeah, yeah. like it, you know, it, it is like riding a bicycle sort of like, you know, and like, because for me, I like, I used to get nervous on stage you know, when I first started out, but that that went away uh, after I learned how to sing. Like, <laughs> I would say like, after a couple <laughs> years. Yeah. But like, Going back on stage, right? It's like, oh, okay lah. The nerves are somewhat back, you know. It's like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And then when they start playing, it's like, hey, lepas geram, bro. Start yeah. whacking the fella, you know. Go start playing it, with man. the crowd. It's like, oh my god. It's like Just you know, like you've been last show home for so long. It's like, hell yeah, I'm back home. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice, man. I just love because the thing is, like, I'm not a musician myself. I can't sing. I can't play music. I can't do jack shit. But I live through the musicians' eyes and mm. ears. It's like mm. you're watching them perform. Is like it gives you the extra oomph, the extra energy. You know that it's all about the stage presence of a band. I mean, some of them can sing really well, but the stage presence is another thing altogether. And you guys seems to be uh, seem to be uh, pulling it off amazingly. Like one of my fa- one of my favorite bands in town is of course Blister. Those guys go really crazy when they go on stage. You know this the whole long list of guys like which fall under this category, which includes yeah. you guys also. So I'm just waiting for that to come out. Like it's just probably yeah, hard already to seriously. Yeah, I know. Like like I was like I was telling earlier off air we were talking about it's like masturbation. You can masturbate to a certain level of time, but at the end of the time day you want the real sex, You need the real sex. I'm gonna tell you a story, man. I I remember this is what happened once. So like for me, whenever I play live, you know, generally most of the time, music music has to be good lah. But you know, it doesn't matter as much as the connection of to from you to the audience. That is what is most important for me at a live show. You need to be connected to the audience because they come there to enjoy the show. They want to enjoy the music, but most more most importantly, they want to enjoy the show. So this was uh, when I was in the UK. I was set to headline. Headline at this uh this 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 one bar, and um it was this is pretty cool bar. It was this Alice in Wonderland themed bar. You know the the, wow. the whole the whole menu was a damn storybook that that kind of place. So like I was supposed to he- I was gonna headline that place. So like I, I played the show there, and right before me was the host. The host um uh open opened and um he started playing, but like no one was paying attention. Like. I was in the, the music was was all right, but like he wasn't taking the effort, the conscious effort to actually engage with the crowd. You know, it's like man, if I want to just hear music, I would just pass up my 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 yeah. Spotify. You know, you know, and then he got he got pissed off and started giving an entire rant about you know you guys should actually listen, take the time to listen and appreciate music, <laughs> blah, blah 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 blah. So me being me. <laughs> A bit too outspoken at times, and, and also at that point, a bit too drunk. <laughs> I went up on stage for my set. I came out and I was like, "Man, I appreciated your set, but I do not agree with you." And Ooh. I, I, I went off, man. I went off. I was like, "Dude, people don't didn't come here just to listen to you. They want to come here to engage with you. It's not about you. Can't expect them to to you know pay attention to your music if you're not making a, a conscious effort to make them pay attention to the music. You know." And True. I thought it's not about just your music; it's about everyone here. They are a part of the show as well. You gotta actually, you know, engage with them. You you gotta bring them into your world. But you didn't pull any effort into doing that. And you know what this fellow did? He went up on stage. He pulled out all the cables and he left. <laughs> oh. So I was there, full on unplugged. You know, he pulled out the mic cable. He pulled out my guitar cable. Ouch. So I was like, I was like, you know what? The crowd was just like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so I was like. 
okay, no mic at all. You know? I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm going to fucking play this unplugged. And so I Ooh. sat at the edge of the stage. I played my entire set unplugged for an hour. And the, nice. all the entire crowd just stayed, you know? And he was the only nice. one that left. <laughs> oh man, that's that's what he called that improvising and you know enjoying it, interacting with the crowd. That's something yeah, that a man. lot of bands lack these days. No offense to any of them, uh, but it's it's the difference between being a performer and an entertainer. All right, and also you want to put musician. There's a lot of things you got to interact with the crowd. That's the PR makes a very uh, definitely gives definitely. a very huge difference in uh, any bands because like for me, I've emceed or rather hosted. I don't know, thousands of gigs or shows or whatever. And there's always this part that when you introduce a band, which annoys me the most, which is like, you know, here I am. I always respected bands, so I give them my best, my fullest, you know, go with the mm. deep voice and do the introduction like it's some WWE wrestling. It's like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, right <laughs> now it is about that time. <laughs> it is about that time for you to rock and roll. Please put your hands for Maha, Jeffrey. You know, you scream, <laughs> you go all out for it. And then what happens? The band goes testing the sound. Ding, ding, ding. Drama one, two, ding, ding. Tuning guitar, tuning guitar. Yeah, tuning guitar. Check, 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 check. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mic up, mic, mic, mic. Test, test. Mic up, mic up. Oh, man. I hated the thing. Oh, man. Fuck you guys. You know, after all that sound checks and this and that, you give the best introduction on the planet. They go, uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are this. Uh, uh, this is our first song. Enjoy. Enjoy. Are you enjoy? Are you enjoy? Are you enjoy? <laughs> And all that shit will come out. It's like, oh man, it's bloody annoying. Like, but please, for the bands or upcoming bands or the existing one that does that, please change a bit. Like, I think you had one or two years to practice all this, look into that, and uh, hopefully when you come back, you come back with a bang. Like. No mm. more that stuff. Like. No more that are you enjoying things, please. <laughs> enough. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that's very it. important like, as, as a performer. If you're going to go out and perform, unless your music is like beyond, you know, what, what, you know, what people, if you can blow people's minds away with music, that's amazing, you know? But you know, that's also very important. You can blow them even more by having that insane stage presence and, and actually engaging with the crowd. That's very, yeah, that's very thing. important. Super important. But also there's another thing that's also a catch to this. Uh, interacting, engaging with the crowd. There's also something that I've observed, personal observation, okay? Mm. Uh, when bands meet other bands, some of them, not all of them, right? Some of them huh? tend to forget the existing audience, the patrons of the club. You know, you just, you pay so much attention oh, to your yeah. friends who come there. Yeah, so it's like, you ah. just interact so much with your friends over there. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, I don't mind, you know, you know, some guys coming up on stage, performing imp impromptu stuff, you know, jam sessions, cool. But there are many cases, like, it goes on to bands after bands after bands. It's like, I come here to watch you. So I just want you. And maybe one or two additional stuff is fine. Or somebody jamming on the side is fine. But then again, the entire set or the last set or two two sets to go, Everybody seems yeah. to be having this fusion thing going on and yeah, most yeah, attention yeah. is being paid among musicians but not to the patrons of the club or yeah. the, the audience or whatever. That happens a lot. Or for, uh, in many it's times I've it. observed that, which is, I don't know, yeah, yeah. for me, I find it uh, not advisable. I'm not to say not advisable, not encouraging. How about you? Do you uh, think the same? Okay. Um, I'm on the half of actually. Like, I, I wouldn't like play, you know, two, if I had three sets that night, maybe, maybe the last... Couple, yeah, of, that's fine. couple of songs for the last set. I maybe bring up a special guest. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that, that's but, different. Man, that's different. Yeah, 
I would not have like two entire sets with like you know featured guests on that shit. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that a lot, but I I don't want to mention the names is it because I used to DJ before. So this band goes on like pretty much. Not nothing of their set was played through, during the whole night. Every single musician oh. that came in on that night, everybody came on stage except oh, wow. for the band who was actually supposed to perform. It's like okay, <laughs> next we have this, next we have that. It's like hey, macha, they paid you, not them. <laughs> It like a bro. <laughs> yeah, the whole night was a jam session. It's like, oh man, it was a different thing. But uh, then again, sometimes some days is it experience. I actually enjoy that if it's actually a jam session because I uh, mean, you like I I feel the most magic, the most chance for magic actually comes from like jam sessions. That's why I used to go for those uh, uh nine lives jam sessions at uh, Tom Dick oh, and yeah. Harry's. Oh, those were fun as hell, man. You don't know what kind of what kind of what kind of magic is yeah. gonna come up, you know. But like, if it's your show, <laughs> that's a that's a different story, like. <laughs> no, because because I mean, like I said, I'm not criticizing, I'm not disagreeing to it. I mean, it's nice to have it, but sometimes you have like that super awesome band going on there. Then when Trio Fleur comes on stage and then yeah, ruins yeah, the yeah. entire set, you know, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, get yeah. off, get off, get off, man! <laughs> you know, I just came to watch this Fleur, not you. I came to watch that Fleur, not you. <laughs> You know that happens mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot. I've experienced it myself. I've told the bands that before uh, when I meet them personally. I said, "Dave, please, the next time you play, one or two songs is fine, but don't give entire two sets to them, lah." Mm-hmm. You know, it, it happens a lot in that case. But then again, hey, it's all about having fun, lah. Once a couple of beers yeah, go yeah. in, everything is back to normal. Everything, there, no holds barred already, bro. WWE, yeah. no holds barred match. This is no why it is, bro. <laughs> Just go all out for it, man. Full Royal Rumble, man. <laughs> 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 oh man, oh man, dude! Before I forget, when's your next single coming out? When exactly? Ah, okay. Roughly, I mean, I know you're gonna make the new music video first before okay, the next single the comes like, out. The, the single's already done. I, I already have the the master with me. But like, the the thing is, the I I don't know. I I feel like I'm gonna release the the music video first. So I want I need to get a an ETA on that once it's done. Uh, done with the shoot this Wednesday. Then um after that, uh, I might release the because i usually plan my releases in one month in advance so i okay. by if if i'm releasing it say the 7th or what month is it? it's march 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 april if i'm releasing it in the 4th of april it's already scheduled uh, wait sorry 7th of april it's already scheduled today so nice. i always plan my releases a month in advance it's all just for like uh spotify playlisting and all that you have to usually uh schedule it a month in advance so it's almost done already it's just um whether you know how long the music video is going to take for for the edit and so okay. if it's done in two weeks i can definitely release it probably next month <laughs> nice nice i'm looking forward and for that it's like almost every month the series because once you just start enjoying music from one particular artist you just want more from mm-hmm. them you just don't want to have the gap it's just like you enjoy the song yeah. for one month okay next what's next what's next you want to keep <laughs> going you know so, so far also, you've been also, doing that i'm also uh, waiting for the 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 first mix for the next next single to come in so like once that mix is in then i'll be very comfortable to release this one because that that means i'm on track to release the next one very shortly after that a so very, I, well I planned person. very in advance <laughs> nice yeah keep it keep it going man keep it going that way definitely uh jeff better, thank you so much for joining on man i i seriously hey, enjoyed no, today's man. session uh one of the Likewise. fun ones i had you know, I really have, I haven't, can't recall what is the last I had this much laugh on the show. But uh, <laughs> yes, it is fun having a chat with you. So I can imagine what is it like meeting you in person. 
which oh, I bro, soon I you, hope you soon that, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing I'm afraid of man I mean I've been a good boy uh, since MCU kicked in I've been a very I'm very good boy <laughs> yeah just very good boy like, one two okay like that now is like I'm scared because that's that's well, the problem why I don't go <laughs> I actually want to battles lah but <laughs> There we go. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not that bad, lah. Bad, lah, but not that bad, lah. Getting mm. old already, like getting old. But it's never old. Anyway, thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much for uh, yes, coming man. on board, chatting with us. And uh, just in case, if anybody would like to check out his music, uh, head on to uh, Spotify, Maha Jeffrey. That's right. Just type in M A H A J E F F E R Y. I'll put the link somewhere down yeah. here in a bit from now. Now it's available on Spotify. It's available on YouTube, and uh, you can follow him on Insta, uh, Instagram, and also Facebook, right? Yep, Instagram.com slash Maha Jeffrey, Facebook.com slash Maha Jeffrey. It's just my name. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to add him as your friend, forget it, because I tried for the past couple of months. He still hey, hasn't accepted my friend request. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry. Yeah. I messaged <laughs> I you. I messaged you. I sent friend request <laughs> until today. Never lie. Hey, shit. You know? uh, hey, dude, I'm going to check now, dude. <laughs> You know, you know the next I, time. I, I never check my friend request, dude. <laughs> you, you know, I should have done this. I just let go the hair, no face. Maybe then you're just a tan. <laughs> <laughs> or just the, just the back view O'Neill. That doesn't change. <laughs> you know, it's such a mean guy. I've been trying to get in touch with him for so long. I'm Until so I had sorry. to go and try for my purpose. mutual friend <laughs> to get in touch with him. So you better start checking your messages, man. You never know. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> Yeah, you better start adding. See, I just brought it out in public right now. He didn't want to friend me. <laughs> just to make me check my messages, right? My yeah, God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maha Jeffrey, don't want to friend me. <laughs> uh, yo, don't, uh, don't, don't set up, bro. <laughs> okay, see, I, I confirm now. I confirm now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you better check. Maybe another 300 people try to add you on Facebook. Uh, that, that, oh, you're man. actually quite close, bro. 290. <laughs> <laughs> I don't check my Facebook friend requests. Like, oh, I, I never do. <laughs> you should, man. You never know who's calling uh, you. Who might be getting in touch with oh you. Oh my god! Yeah, man. It could be the the... Lion, man. <laughs> yeah, it could be, man. It could be me. See, see, oh, see what happens. Man. Ah, I tell you, some people. Uh, then they say, please follow me on social media. They themselves <laughs> don't follow their own social media. <laughs> I try, man. I try my hardest, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You artists, I tell you. You <laughs> don't let me. Click like, please share. But then again, when is the last you time I the checked? Same huh? thing you. If you're beautiful, please, please like, subscribe. To me. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the spirit right now. If you're beautiful, you're talented. You're beautiful. You're you're smart. You're charming. Uh, you'll click like. If you're not any of the above category, please don't click like or follow us. Yeah, that's that's the spirit, man. That's how you do it, man. That's the spirit. Yeah, I know somebody in the back there screaming "buto hulu," lah. But jangan dengki, bro. Jangan dengki, bro. Jangan. This show has gone from 18 U rated or whatever to another level already, which is good. So, parents, I just advise you to think again before you allow your kids to listen to this, lah. Just in case, lah. We're not bad people. We're just bad influences. That's all. Uh, parental advisory, you know, recommended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Think twice, love. Then again, all the porn sites your kids might be surfing right now. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you never hey, know, the kids, they have to go to incognito mode and all. Yeah, you got to fucking pull this out, lah. <laughs> don't lah like this. <laughs> yeah, I just want to uncheck five, uh, uncheck log five or something. <laughs> All the sides, I can help you out a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been wise, wonderful man. chatting thank with you. Thank you so much for having me on the show, dude. 
Really it's my pleasure, man. It's my pleasure. And uh, be on the lookout for his next single coming out really soon. And also mm. the music video for Used to Be. In the meantime, if you haven't checked out the music video for Watermelon, please do check it out. Beautiful track. Now I'm craving for Watermelon for no reason. Actually, watermelon juice so. right now is running in my head, man. <laughs> I'm going to grab one as soon as possible. Jeff, thank nice. you so much, dude. Likewise, Take care, man. Dude. Take care, man. Peace out. Peace out.